Welcome back to the Riverside Voice. This is our first episode of 2015. We have been very busy lately, and we are super excited to be coming back to you with more great news about Spokane. Mm -hmm. I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. And this is the Riverside Voice. So this week, we checked out two brand new cool places in Spokane, Mm -hmm. and also have some exciting, I guess exciting is a good word for it, some news about the town. Yes. Um... And so it seems like a ton of new places have been opening up lately. Just popping up. Like, it just seems like every time I, you know, go online, basically, there's like, here's new Spokane restaurant, brewery, something opening this week, which is crazy. Um, but the first one that we went to on Tuesday of this week mm-hmm. was Tamarack. Mm-hmm. And Tamarack is located across the street from the Bing Crosby Theater mm-hmm. in a 1890s building mm-hmm. that has been home to a ton of different businesses over the years, apparently. And Starting out as... Yeah, it was originally a grocery store that the family lived in. And over the years, apparently, it's been a hotel and a tattoo parlor and a, you know, a Bakery. cafe and a... Ba- like, it's been everything. Now it's a gastropub. <laughs> Yes. And we've got some thoughts about that. We'll get to those. Yes. Um, but it is in the style of gastropubs. It has really cool exposed brick walls. Good um, lighting. Nice lighting, kind of industrial mm-hmm. features. Um, the owners said that they wanted to have it have some of the features that it would have had when it was originally built, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool because Spokane has so many really neat old buildings. Mm-hmm. And I love that people are moving in and updating them, but not taking all the character out. Right, right. I love that. That's great. Um, cool side note about Tamarack is, and, and all those old buildings, is that the city has a pilot initiative right now to give up to $40,000 to new businesses to upgrade you know, the sewer systems and the water systems in those old buildings that make it a lot more possible for people to be able to move in and start new businesses there and not have to you know, be farther out of the city center in a newer building or have to knock those old cool buildings down and, you know, update them with more modern fixtures. And the owners have said that there's no way they could have afforded to build Tamarack without that initiative. So I just think that is so cool that the city's making an effort to keep those buildings around and make them a real part of the city instead of just falling down. Yep. Really putting money back into the economy for our listeners who are out of Spokane or Washington state. That's one more reason to make your home here. Yeah. (laughs) Investments in infrastructure and clean plumbing. So yay. Go Spokane. Yes. Um, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, when we went, um, it was during the sort of the soft opening. They're having their grand opening on Valentine's Day. And so I'm sure that there are things that are going to change mm-hmm. in the next couple weeks. But they had, because um, they, they have a downstairs in a loft area. And when we were there, everyone was seated up in the loft, mm-hmm. which is, they're going to have two bars. And the one upstairs was the only one that was completed when we were there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, had a few taps and some cool cocktails mm-hmm. and a... Relatively small menu. Yep. Uh, we went there during happy hour, so good prices. $2 off on beers and house cocktails. And $2 off focaccia pizza. Focaccia pizza. Yeah, focaccia, specifically focaccia pizza and appetizers. I yeah, think. and yeah. appetizers. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So that was a good deal that made the pizzas, I think, $9 mm-hmm. when they were on happy hour and the beers were three fifty, mm-hmm. which is a price that I love. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all their beers are craft, craft uh, beers craft, from craft breweries. So that's not a three fifty Bud Light. It's, you know, a three fifty quality local brew, brew. which yeah. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would say we recommend it. I would say we recommend it. And the pizza was good. The mm-hmm. pizza was definitely different. It was, mm-hmm. um, I guess smaller than you would expect pizza to be, but that's what happens with these gastro pubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and unique toppings and it was really good. Now, Annie, can you tell me how you feel about gastro pubs? All right. So gastro pubs. And this is nothing against Tamarack. At all. In particular. No, no, no. No. I mean, it's this is just great. a word, <laughs> gastropub. And maybe choosing it, you know, to describe a place like Tamarack. But anyway, um, gastropub is part, it comes from the word, um, what is it, Lauren? Gast- gastronomy? Yeah, gastronomy, which I've always been a little revolted <laughs> from. <laughs> the, uh, just because when I think of gastronomy, I think of, the food going through my my <laughs> digestive system and my and I visualize intestines and it's just it's not it's not the most appealing sexy mouth watering description of a place where you go for drink and food. Okay. Yeah. So I agree with you that the word's weird. But also it just seems like everywhere that's opening right now is a gastro pub mm. or is has that same sort of vibe that sort of old school hipstery it, that sort of and the thing is like I love that vibe like that's the kind of places that I like hanging out mm-hmm. um but Durkin's is kind of like that Tamarack is like that Saranac is like that which isn't as new mm-hmm. um and I can think of a few other places that they they all sort of have that sort of semi-industrial look and the exposed brick and the micro brews and kind of throwback and I don't know I just I like them but I would also like someone to open up something different yes you know instead of everybody going on this gastropub Mm -hmm. trend Mm -hmm. so yeah but I still liked it and would still go back for another happy hour there Mm -hmm. um our other brand new place that opened that we're talking about this week mm-hmm. is Common Crumb Bakery, which yes. just opened this last week, I think. Right, right. Just opened last week. Lauren and I went today, and I had a little Madeline, and Lauren had... A palmier. Palmier. And so Common Crumb is a bakery that opened by the owners of Sante Restaurant, and they are equipped not only with restaurant knowledge and the local food landscape, but also they employed, you know, very talented chefs who make challah bread and baguettes and prices range from 50 cents to $14. Um, yep. Yep. To $14. <laughs> probably. There's probably something more than that. Yeah. They, what the, what the bakery wants to specialize in, um, is bread, chocolates, and, um, I think just breads and chocolates. Pastries. Oh, pastries, yes. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is kind of like breads. Mm-hmm. Yep, but the interior is great within Saranac Commons. I mean, they've done such a good job in renovating that area to host um, a variety of small businesses together. And then this this bakery is in the back 
in the back part of it. So it's like you meander through this space to end up at this pastry haven. (laughs) Yeah. This cute pastry haven, but that right now it doesn't have seating, but you can use another, um, black label breweries seating right next to it, which we'll talk about in a later episode. Yeah. Saranac Commons is a cool new thing. It's owned by the people, the building is owned by the people who own Saranac, of Mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's right next door on the left side, the east side, I guess that would be, Mm -hmm. um, of Saranac. And it's just like, it's like a large, almost warehousey space that's going to be home to, I think, five different businesses. So it's, uh, Common Crumb Bakery, Black Label Brewing, um, uh, an espresso place, a, there's going to be a Mediterranean restaurant and Sun People store. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those aren't all open yet, but it's, I can already tell, like, it's going to be a really cool Mm -hmm. place to hang out and it's going to have all these businesses and then also have just kind of like seating, you know, in the middle, which right now is just, there's some plastic tables and stuff Mm -hmm. that are set up. So it's, you know, it's clearly still a construction zone when you're in there, but I think it's definitely on its way to being something really neat. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. I told Lauren I could see myself stopping there every day to get baguettes <laughs> to take home. Yep. Yeah. Just living there. Yeah. Our little slice of Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Our very little one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, um, we're really excited about it. The reason why it's called Common Crumb is common because of Sarah Not Commons. And then Crumb is is the... The part in the bread, when you make really good bread, the crumb is inside. It's not just describing crumbs from, you know, broken apart bread. It's um, what's inside the texture of the bread, I guess, is hmm. referred I to as crumb. Yeah, yeah. Very so, cool. so, yes, um, exciting, very exciting. Um, and it adds more flavor to that neighborhood, which... Yeah. The neighborhood's getting really cool. Oh, I, I mean, and it's been, in the past couple of years, people have said that's, you know, that's Spokane's up-and-coming neighborhood because it has, it offers a lot for people. Yeah, I mean, it's so. Main Market's right there, Zola's right there, Saranac, now the Saranac Commons, Roost. Yep, and independent. Of neat, neat yeah, stuff. independent movie theater. Yeah. Um, Yep, Boots Vegan Bakery, a yoga studio, a hair salon. So I mean, it's all there. It's all it's all right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool stuff. Um, and then on a little bit different note, so Mobius Science Museum is currently housed across from um, River Park Square Mall, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been paying rent there. And they have been told by the landlord that they need to move out by the end of March. Right, and. Since Mobius opened, Mobius is a nonprofit, and since it opened in 2012, they've struggled to meet their rent, which makes sense because it's a it's, it's a, a nonprofit science museum. Like I imagine, their costs would be pretty high. Yeah, costs are pretty high, and that location, as great as it is and centrally located, it's described as being in a retail right. space. So that requires, I think, different sorts of obligations and rents and, and things like that. But, um, so anyway, like Lauren mentioned, they have to move out in a couple of months and the Spokane public library came to the rescue before, um, before the science museum's savior, corporate savior, um, will house them. And we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, the Spokane public library is going to help Mobius 
Science Museum out by, host, by housing their exhibits on the third floor at no cost, um, which is great because it, it, you know, it gives people more of an interactive experience when going to the library. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll draw more people to the museum and to the library, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool because mm-hmm. you'll end up going to both instead of just to one. Um, and, um, and I don't know if you'll have to pay admission for Mobius when you're at the library. Right. You know, I don't think you, you do. And that's, that's good for the people who frequent the library a lot too, because I mean, the museum before required $10 for you to go in and it's not that much, but still. Yeah. I've never visited it. Yeah. Cause I just never, you know, really mm-hmm. stuck out as something that I wanted to spend my money on that day. Right. Right. But if it's in the library, I'll definitely go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Mobius's motto? It's or slogan? Oh, I it's, don't know. Oh, um, spark, sparking. Um, ign- it's something spark something and then igniting imagination. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, making science an experience for um, people from age eight to eighty-eight. So very um, cool. Yeah. No, it's it's exciting and to see that kind of um, stewardship. And, um, yeah, it's that kind neighborly of is really cool community. And, um, so where Mobius will end up is, um, by Huntington park, um, in Avista's old water plant building or some sort of know. old Avista building, which yeah. they still own the building, but I guess they don't use it anymore. Right. right. And they're going to be letting Mobius rent it out for a dollar a year, mm-hmm. which I think will be a much easier rent cost for them to meet. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I also just think it's so cool. You know, Avista is a really ingrained part of the corporate community here in Spokane. Like, it's probably one of the biggest, you know, Spokane-based companies, I would think. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think it's really cool that they're contributing to the community in a certain way, mm-hmm. um, especially by supporting something like a science museum and donating a building that they own. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's a, that's a big contribution and will make a huge difference for the science museum. Because, you know, living on the top floor of the library is not the ideal long-term plan. But having their whole own building and a place to stay in the library mm-hmm. until it's renovated, like, that just seems like such a good setup. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because you can... So, Mobius signifies the potential for Spokane to really dip into STEM and grow mm-hmm. in yeah. science and mathematics and technology. And it's kind of library can maybe be seen as like the historical liberal art (laughs) kind of thing that's saving science. Um, but I know it's, at at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a a metaphor for it. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of the day, it's just someone saving a business, um, in a great way. So Annie thinks liberal arts are better than STEM. That's what what that was all about. True. (laughs) Books over, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Books over iPads. Yeah, sure. Okay. Rumor has it that that building is going to be filled by an anthropology store. Anthropology! (gasps) Woo! Right? Yeah. Yeah. We are both... Anthropology is my happy place. Yes. Like, if I had bajillions of dollars, everything (laughs) I wore and everything in my home would come from anthropology. (laughs) Yes. And, I mean, we'll... Currently, I own one mug. (laughs) I mean, we will have discussions in later episodes about anthropology's impact on the community, definitely, but it's still pretty exciting. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. 
So, yeah, there's, you know, there's the whole, I don't know, uh, thought, I don't know, thought, impact, whatever, of a museum having to move out to make room for a, like, overpriced boutique. (laughs) But also, anthropology is (laughs) amazing. So if it has to get replaced by something, I'm, I'm all about it. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So that is... This week on the Riverside Voice. Yes. Um, next week, what are we talking about next, next week? Next week, we're talking about, or next episode, whenever yes. that comes out. Don't yes. hold us to next week. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about Inlander Restaurant Week. Yep. And Black Label Brewing. And something else that is yet to be determined. Yeah, which we welcome from you, yes, our viewers. We would love suggestions. You can email us at riversidevoicepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Tweet us at Riverside Voice Podcast. Um, Riverside Voice. Oh, we should know our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Twitter follow handle. us on Facebook. Yep. Riverside Voice Podcast. And, and on Tumblr. On Tumblr. And you can listen to, well, you've clearly figured out a way to listen to our episodes, but if you were wondering, you can listen on our WordPress, which is riversidevoicepodcast.wordpress.com. Or through iTunes, which is our favorite way for you to listen, because then we get to know how many of you are out there listening, and it makes us feel good about ourselves. Yes. Um, so you can subscribe on iTunes, and then they'll just new episodes will just show up on your iTunes whenever we get around to it, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, most importantly, just you know, email us or something. That would be awesome. And. Thank you for tuning in to Updates on Spokane. Yes, thanks for listening. Yep, good night. Good night.